Welcome to the Living the Abundant Life podcast with Rob and Sarah Betts. Living the Abundant Life is a weekly podcast designed to help others learn to live in abundance. And now, let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome to another week of Living the Abundant Life with Rob and Sarah. So glad uh, that you guys are tuning in if you're watching. Uh, or if you're listening uh, through any of the platforms that we've been utilizing, we just want to say thank you for following us along on this journey. This is our second episode of our third season, and we are talking about some practical ways to get involved. Right. Guys, we need to be involved in the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Find something to put your hand to. So we're going to pray, believe God, and we're going to get right into today's message. So Father, I just thank you so much for wisdom and revelation that you give us eyes to see and ears to hear, Lord, that you would speak to our hearts, Lord. Just show us and reveal to us your perfect plan and purpose for our lives in your kingdom, what it is that you would have us to do. We give you praise and glory for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, we talked for a few weeks about um, knowing the will of God, discovering and doing the will of God. And so, uh, like we said, this is a more practical way to get involved, to discover the plan of God for your life. Um, You know, we talked about a lot of areas you can know God's word because his word is his will. There's some areas that, you know, are more detailed parts of your life or my life. And uh, sometimes in order to discover those, you have to take a step of faith. Right. There are things that uh, when you're reading the Bible and you see that there are certain things that absolutely, without a doubt, I've said for years as someone who served in the military, you recognize the difference between uh, direct orders and general orders. General orders are the things that we all follow. You can Mm -hmm. find those in the Word of God. And they're the things that we do as believers that apply to everyone. Mm -hmm. But then there are direct orders, just like in the military, where something is direct specifically for you and I. And oftentimes we say, well, I'm just waiting on God to reveal this plan to me. But the reality is there's lots of stuff that if we would just start taking steps towards something. Some really good advice I got one time about direction. Someone said that if you don't have any direction or don't know where you're going, they said ride on someone's coattails that does know where they're going. And then (laughs) find someone who's got some direction and get on their coattails. And what he meant was start helping out there. Mm -hmm. Go where that person is that has some vision that knows where they're going and put your hand to something there and then allow God to reveal you. He said, when the time comes, you step off and go in the direction that God calls you to. Sometimes we're waiting Mm -hmm. to serve. Well, I just, you know, I'm waiting for the right position or the right place. But God is saying, no, I want you, there's some things that I want you to get. Just get involved. Mm -hmm. Matthew 28, which was our, our, our initial text that we read last week, says, go into all the world and preach the gospel. That we're supposed to go, that's a command from Mm -hmm. Jesus. You've got a yes to serving. It's already there because Jesus said go, right? right? Mm -hmm. And then he also said, I'm going to even give you the power and ability to serve, to go. Acts 1-8, read that. But you will receive the power or receive power and ability when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses to tell people about me, both in Jerusalem and all Judea, Samaria, and even to the ends of the earth. So... Again, one of those general orders for every believer, go. 
Go and tell people about Jesus. Now you might think, well, I don't know enough. Don't let that stop you. You know, I've heard people say that, uh, you know, non-believers that, that ask Christians questions, the best answer they can get sometimes is, I don't know. Because you're being honest. You're telling them, I don't know everything, but I do know Jesus and he's changed my life. And so sometimes just sharing your personal testimony, just sharing, you know, sharing your light. We have the light, Jesus, on the inside of us. You know, when the scripture says, sometimes people, uh, and I, I was as guilty of this as anyone because I heard it my whole life. They would say, well, the Bible says, be ready to give an answer. And they would stop right there. But the Bible doesn't say be ready to give an answer as if you should know everything. Uh, the, the kingdom of God's not a, a game of jeopardy. But Thank it's, goodness, I'm not very good at that game. <laughs> it's be ready to give an answer if someone asks you about the hope that you Amen. found. It's okay sometimes to say, I don't know. Some people let that keep them from uh, ministering to other people mm -hmm. or, or trying to be an, a witness. Well, what if they ask me a question I don't know about? Give them what you do know. Right. Let me tell you what I've got. I've yes. got a hope yes. because Jesus is in my life. And they'll say, well, where? who's the Antichrist? I don't know. Where'd Cain get his wife? I don't know. There's lots of I don't knows that it's okay for you to say it, but you say, here's what I do know. <laughs> I know that my life is different right. because Jesus is in right. it. And I have a blessed hope hope that I'm going to have. It's okay mm -hmm. to not know some things right. and get started. Amen. And so if there's an area that in your church or an area in your community that you could be involved in that would, uh, as believers, everything that we do, uh, I heard this when I was in Bible college, and uh, that everything uh, that God does has a tentacle attached to the lost. Mm -hmm. Somehow, some way, you don't know what you're doing specifically, how it might minister to somebody, but it all, everything in the kingdom of God, mm -hmm. ultimately has to do with reconciliation with other people who don't know, don't yet know Jesus and aren't in relationship with our Heavenly Father. Exactly. And so we might not know exactly, you know, the plan way out ahead, like what am I going to be doing 20 years from now? Who knows? But you might, you know, be asked sometime, hey, would you be willing to, to bring a, a dish for this family that's lost a loved one? Would you be willing to go and visit somebody in the hospital? Would you be willing? Yes. You know, that's what we learned. And we talked about this last week is we just started saying yes when we were asked to do things. Would you do, go to the nursing home? Yes. yes. And what, what we did was, you know, we'd take our kids and um, <laughs> sometimes, listen, sometimes they weren't on board, right? But they still got in the car and they we still had came. Some, we got some interesting nursing home stories <laughs> with our kids. We do. But they, and, and they, but they for, went. They went. And I'll tell you the coolest thing is all three of them can talk to somebody of any age because they have served in ministry with us where it's like, oh, the children's people aren't here. Hey, I can go do that. Oh, the greeters aren't here. Oh, I can do, right. go do that. Um, you know, there's lots of areas that now I, I could tell them, hey, go lead uh, worship, go do a children's lesson, go uh, to the nursing home, and they could do well, all of well, it. And that's how our son... Uh, started playing the drums. We needed someone to play the drums, and somebody said, "Well, I can teach him a few things." And he started playing drums yeah. with our worship band. Right. He was one of our drummers. He then. was. Uh, yeah. Our girls got mm -hmm. up and started singing, yeah. and 
uh, because we helping needed kids them. Church, they right? helped in kids' church. Mm-hmm. It was, everything they did wasn't always on the platform where everybody could see them. My son can work in the sound booth. Mm-hmm. My girls can work in the children's area. Right. Uh, they used to do work days. When I'd go do a work day at our church, they would come with us and they would do a work day. Mm-hmm. What is more valuable than with your family spending time in service to the kingdom of right. God? There's nothing more valuable than that. And saying yes to that, finding time for that. We find yeah. time for lots of other stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. And and like I said, all three of them, you know, our, our son owns his own business. He can talk to any anybody right. of any age. Right. Our daughter is a teacher. Uh, she can talk to parents, grandparents, um, you know, teach children. And, and then our youngest is going into more of a media um, arts degree. Again, a lot of that's just a hunger from serving at the church. Where can I get involved? What can I do? And so we want to encourage you, say yes and then as you say yes, you know, don't make a lifetime commitment. Don't, you know, you don't I was have to say, say, not everything's a life sentence. Right. I'm going <laughs> to say yes to the nursery and they're going to stick me in there for the rest of my life. Uh, I'll, I'll let you tell your nursery oh my goodness. story. Oh when boy. I, uh, when we first came to Oklahoma a number of years ago, uh, the church that we're now working at uh, for the ministry that we're working for, when we first came here, we were attending school and uh, I wanted to usher. And so I filled out the volunteer application to be an usher. And these guys that do that at this church are some of the best. I mean, there's, they've got just amazing servants' hearts, and I was wanting to learn from the best, really. Well, when I did finally get a call that they said, hey, you know, we'd love to have you come and usher, but all of our ushers are required, and this was a smart thing that they did because it gives you a full perspective. They said, we have to serve in all these other areas as well, so that you can experience, so that we want you to go uh, work in the children's room. We want you to go and work in this area, do all these different things, and you'll get checked off on our volunteer list. And once we were checked off on that list, then we could go and usher. Uh, it, it showed them that we had signed, somebody had signed off on each list. But I was in like the two or the three-year-old classroom, and uh, one of the ladies we go to church with now, it always uh, it, it makes me laugh when I see her now and I think about it. I was in there and I thought I was doing a great job. Kids love me. I love kids. You know, I felt like these are like two or three year old kids. And so I've got them and they're all running up to me, taking turns and I'm grabbing them and I'm swinging them by their arms. And I hear this sweet voice behind me, just so kind, say, uh, Mr. Rob, uh, we don't swing children by their arms. We might pull them out of sockets. She was so kind about it, but I knew. Children's ministry, probably not for me. Probably not. Definitely something she was graced right. for. Right. We should have known that, you know, years earlier at one of the first churches that we were at, um, you had to take turns. If you had a child, <laughs> oh. uh, you know, you took turns serving in the nursery. And so we were like in a two and three-year-old class. And so the the ladies had to change the girl diapers. The men had to change the boy diapers. Well, need I say too much more? Well, but you should say this. Evidently, the girls were much more disciplined than the boys because it seemed like there was a dirty diaper to change for the boys every week. <laughs> well, that didn't last too long, in other words. So there's definitely areas that as you step oh, through and you say yes, that you start to realize, hey, I, I'm not really gifted or graced to do this, but I'm going to finish out my, you know, what I've committed to, but then I'm going to look for another area to serve. Or there's times where you start serving and you go, 
yes, this is exactly like, and, and the gifts that God's placed in you, they start developing as you take a step of faith, as you, uh, you know, start coming to practice, as you start um, showing up on time and, you know, looking your best, doing your best, whatever it is, you're doing right. it unto the Lord. He multiplies the gifts that he's placed right. on the inside of you. And there may come a time where you're just being a help because you get the understanding that we're called to help and right. we're called to do uh, and to go. You may be serving in an area and the right person will come alongside yes. you and then you can turn that over to them for yes. them to be able to take it and make it flourish. Absolutely. Just like we talked about leading the nursing home ministry when we were asked, you know, it was kind of like at the staff meeting, hey, who will do the nurse the nursing home ministry? And right. we said we would. We knew it we knew that we weren't called long term, although we both do and did enjoy it. Yeah, um, for and, sure. and definitely learned a lot from it. But we developed the nursing home curriculum curriculum and we then were able to hand it off to somebody who was meant for it. Was I mean so he, it's amazing. We we had one, maybe two nursing homes that we went to, and he was able to get volunteers to go with him. He was uh, able to expand it into right. other nursing homes. He's actually, eventually, it turned into one place, hired him full time. Right. He's got a job as a chaplain for all of their resident homes. Yes. They have memory care facilities, and he goes to all of them, and it's a paid position right. that... He was just graced and gifted to be able to do that. Well, we had to step out of the way when the time came, right. and he took it further than we could have. There are areas that if you'll get them started, someone else will see, oh, oh, I think I can help out in that area. Or because you're helping out, hey, I'll give that person a hand, and you'll see that God will cause them to flourish, Absolutely. and that gift will just begin to rise up in them and they'll be able to do it. And then you could go on to help in some other area yes. uh, where there's some type of need. But we just being willing to be the person yeah. that will say, yes, I'll go. Yes, I'll do it. I'm convinced we're here where we're at today because we said yes every other time that God was calling us. And not that we didn't ever miss it. Right. That's something that we should point out. Yes. There were times where we did miss it and we... Uh, we would not go or we wouldn't do. And we always saw that there's always some type of a void or there's this holding mm -hmm. back it, that if you'll honor God and say yes, that he'll open that door right. for whatever it is, whatever that need is, even in your own life. Mm -hmm. God will use our service to the kingdom of God as seed to be able to bless us or to open other doors. And maybe God has called you to something that you know in your heart that you're supposed to do specifically, mm -hmm. but it will never come to pass because you haven't been willing to say yes in these smaller steps. If we'll be faithful over a few things, he'll make us ruler over many. Right. And, you know, um, there's been times where, you know, as pastors, if people come to us and say one of the best things that they can say is, I'm willing to help. What do you need right. me to do? Um, what's hard is when somebody comes and says, I can sing. Put me on the race team. Oh, and we've had that happen, you know, too, and, and, where somebody and will tell you that. You know, that might yeah. be up for debate. That may or not be able to right, say. Right, right. We've, but, had, we've had folks come to us and say, well, I can't help out with the work day. 
But, you know, if you need somebody on the praise team, I'm your person. Yes, yeah, so you need somebody filling for you to preach, I can do yeah, that. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm a good preacher, but yeah. I'm not. Brooms just my, these hands <laughs> don't fit broom. Oh, boy. Well, we learned um, from serving other pastors and, for, and from pastoring that the best thing to do is, what do you need me to do? I'm here to do. And, and it it's helpful to say, hey, I have done, you know, I have taught in children's before. I've, I have led a Bible study. You know, it's okay to say I've done some of these things. If there's ever a need for any of them, I, I'll be glad to help. But whatever you need me to do, I'm willing to do it. And we will, you will see God multiply those gifts in you and, and just, um, you know, as only he can, just have that grace come on you to serve and to do and and to reach people for the kingdom. And if you think about in your own life, you know, if you, like say we had high winds and it blew half your roof off and your neighbor came over, you were up there on the roof and you're trying to get shingles up on the roof and your neighbor came by and said, hey, I'd sure like to help you out today. It looks like you're having some trouble and you need help on your roof and you say, yeah, man, I could use some help getting these shingles up here. And they said, well... Uh, I saw a couple of spots on the fence that needed to be painted. Or I saw, you know, I, I saw something in the garage. You may appreciate that the other work is getting done, but it's not where you need help. And you would want them helping you personally in the area where you needed help. And your pastor is no different. There are areas where there are places that they, at that moment, they need help. You might be real good on the platform singing. You might be real good at some of the other stuff, but if they don't need help there and they need help in the children's area, roll up your sleeves and change those diapers. Change those diapers, <laughs> yeah. Pray that it's the girl diapers so your wife can do it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we better quit well, for today. Yes, we, we just want to encourage you. Follow God. <laughs> say yes. It has taken us on a, on a great adventure, meeting Amen. some of the most amazing people from when we started in youth ministry uh, until now, taking us all over the place and, and just met some amazing people and been able to serve God in lots of capacities. And as we said, yes, the gifts that He's placed in us, they develop and they grow. And, and uh, you know, the good thing is, though, that as, as we've missed it, God always brings that opportunity back to Amen. you again. So if you're sitting there thinking, man, I really missed that. I should have said yes to that. Ask God, bring it back to me, God. I want to get on board with you and what you're doing in this earth. For sure. Would you pray for us? Sure. Father, we love you. We just want to serve you with everything that's in us. We want to let our light shine before men so they'll glorify you, Lord. We want to reach the lost. We want to reach people for you, Lord, and, and put our hand to what you've called us to do. And we thank you, Father, for every opportunity and uh, help us to say yes when, when you need us, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Well, guys, uh, we love you and appreciate you. Thanks for watching. Until next week, keep living the abundant life. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.